yo, 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 welcome back, Moguls in the Making, episode nine, we back, baby, I'm your host, Omari Heflin, sound like you forgot your name, boy, I'm your, your lovely and gracious and most man, blessed, come on with the bullshit, man, host, Tyrone Johnson, man, hey, we welcome y'all back, hey, we got something in store for y'all today, too, we definitely got something in store for, y- for y'all today, ladies, y'all gonna love this one, yeah, um, it's for the ladies today Most definitely um, But before we get into that You know we obviously want to Want to definitely bring y'all into What's going on in our business right now um, We got a lot of stuff cooking man It's actually been a good start to the year It's been a real good kickstart You know what I'm saying yeah. um, We hired we, we brought somebody on the team um, He's he's highly motivated He's He's actually an expert in in our space, um, and he was willing to work under us and just kind of help us build back out our acquisition side of stuff. So that's been a big thing. Uh, Omari been she had training with him for three days a week to start out yeah. his day, and uh, he's he working on getting a contract within his first two weeks. So that's something that I'm super excited about. Um, I know we keep talking about adding on to that acquisition side, but as we move forward, we actually going to be adding more people into that into that side of it and just building everything out. But I'll let Omari kind of dig y'all into the disposition side as well. That yeah. What, we, what we've been doing, too. Yeah, we building that out, too, as well. I know we um, going to be more acquisition-heavy focused because, I mean, you know, me and T talked about this time and time again. We want to kind of separate ourselves from just – Anybody else, you know what I'm saying? We respect every other entrepreneur, every other business, but how we want to run our stuff is, you know, we want our acquisition people trained up to, to if it's a deal, that you're able to close it. Whether that's wholesale, fix and flip, you know, um, um, help me out to you, subject to seller finance and lead. I don't care what it is that we got our people on the front end, they're so knowledgeable and they're so experienced where we can actually get the deal and do whatever we need to do on the back end. And they just playing dogs. I mean, we're not trying to, we're trying to deal with straight A players this year. We're not trying Fair to, me. and not, not to, not to, not to say we're not, you know, willing to build somebody up inside of our business. But at this time, man, like we got, we got to deal with A players. We got to, we yeah. going to hire fast and fire faster. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just how we're looking at it this year. So it's going to be a lot of checks and balances that we've already put in place. Yeah. Hey, you're not, you so, not doing what you what you supposed to be doing. We we, yeah, we knocking gotta, into it early. Yeah, early you know on. what I'm saying? That's that's just what we own. That's what me and T committed to to each other. No homo. Pause. But you, you know what I'm saying? We <laughs> take out the dog. <laughs> take out the dog. All right, all right, all right. All right look, for pause. real, man. Look, pause. Say pause. pause. Anyway, but but look, so we had um, as far as our dispositions go, we gaining a lot of t- dang. We getting a lot of traction Stuck with that too. Damn, <laughs> long ass arm shit. We gonna have to go, Josh. Do your thing, shit. But uh, nah. Back to dispositions. We had um, we building out that process a, a lot more. We even catching traction with that. We hired on a um, a disposition assistant that's gonna be helping us. You know, like full time, helping us kind of go through um, as far as our buyers help build those relationships and things like that. So definitely, yeah, we just got a lot of traction going on, man. We got you know. Um, Probably, you know, potential, you know, this month, we're going to kind of be back up to where we was at, you know, as far as volume wise, we got what two deals locked up one, probably like a 30 K assignment, another one, probably like a 10 K assignment. We got another one that's probably like a 15 K assignment that we own Mm -hmm. possibly, um, you know, we just got a lot of stuff that's moving in the books and, you know, a lot of stuff's just, you know, the momentum, the momentum is catching back to how we had it. So, man, I'm just, I'm just excited about the dispo side of it too, man. You know, all in all, bro. Lastly, um, we always tell y'all about kind of like to keep you up to date to the 10 unit building that we own. We got some good news today, just as far as getting, getting moved forward and getting, um, we had to go back and get it rezoned. <laughs> it was a bunch of bullshit with the city, but we had to go back and get it rezoned <laughs> most definitely was that um because we but now you know we're we dealing with another a plus player uh they're gonna go and file the rezone for us we should get it back a lot quicker than we would um elsewhere so that's some good news on that we're ready to get that finished up so we can show y'all the finished project yeah. but without further without further or do <laughs> we want to introduce to y'all liz with the babe K317. She in the building. What's going Let's down, Liz? What's up, hello, Liz? Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate you hopping on with us to talk talk that talk, man. Woman entrepreneur. How do you introduce yourself? 
Uh, typically, what would you say I just you say are? my name is Liz. I'm the owner of the Babe Cave. Yeah. Okay. But what do you I'm what glad. do you view yourself as? An entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur? Uh, how do you view yourself? I would say you know? right now, just entrepreneur. For sure, okay. for sure, for sure. It, you you add on to that as 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 life go on. I got, There's a lot more. It's just right now I'm focused on one thing. Once that's finished, I'll move on to the next project. Most definitely. Yeah, we gonna we gonna hop into that. We're gonna yeah. to I did a background check on you, so um, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. We know you was working I, with the Fed <laughs> back in '99. No, so look. <laughs> no, seriously. One thing that this is the first thing that I'm gonna ask because I didn't okay. see it anywhere, and I saw on your site that you said you can just call me Liz. What is your actual real name? It must be hard to say. No, my um, my name is Elizabeth, but my name was changed at birth because I'm not. I wasn't born in America, so I was born mm. in Vietnam. So when I was adopted, they changed my name to Elizabeth, but I don't mm. look like an Elizabeth. Obviously. Right, so. right. Well, what was your name of birth? Um, Cho. Cho. Okay. What's the longer version? It's Dohai Cho. Um, we knew it was something. I knew it was something. I'll yeah, see. that's what's up, though. Top secret info. Ah. So, so you just um, now. But no, um, speaking of that, I mean, that was a question that we kind of got ahead of ourselves before the interview. But like, what is? how does that, how has that been? Like, what kind of brought you over here to Indianapolis in particular, uh, being from Vietnam, being born in Vietnam? Where did it all start? So I was adopted at a young age, okay. um, about one. And then I lived in Ohio for about till I was eight. When I was eight, I went to go live in South Korea with my biological father. And then I lived there for four years. And then my biological mm. mother got custody. So I was adopted and then unadopted, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. So That's crazy. when I was 12, I came to Marion, Indiana, if you know where that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven, not, six, don't five. don't yeah, concern yeah, yeah. yourself. I know where, that, where that's at, Marion. Yep, good old Marion. So I uh, went to high school there, and then as soon as I was 18, I went off to IU, tried accounting. Boo. Yeah. I'm a Purdue fan. <laughs> <laughs> when, well, I was just there for the parties. I didn't really go for anything else. But, uh, IU, and then left, went to Ball State for architecture, found eyelashes, and then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go open a business, moved to Indianapolis, and here we are. That's what's up. So we got a we got a we got a lot to unpack. Yeah. yeah. So from the start, you got adopted and then unadopted. Tell me about just that portion of it. How did? What was it? Because you was here in Ohio and then back to South Korea. Like how? Just take me back to that time. What? How? How was it for you? Was it? You just always felt like you was moving around, or what spot did you like the most? Like just take me back to that time. How was that? Um, being so young, I mean, it was hard because I um. My parents didn't always tell me what all was going on. It was more mm-hmm. like things that I found out. So I never knew I was moving with people until I was there for a long time. And I was like, wait, am I staying? And they're right. like, oh, you live here. And I was like, oh, got it. Okay, right. cool. Let me adjust. Right. And then Mentally. Go from, yeah. But moving from Ohio to South Korea was really cool because I got to really be immersed in a new culture. For sure. And I did not know the language at all. So oh, they shit. just put me in Taekwondo classes. So like... I'm half Vietnamese, but like in Asian culture, I'm seen as American. But in American culture, I'm seen as Asian. So it's kind of like this middle ground of like, what are you? Like the biracial effect. Yes. So they threw me in there and I just kind of learned how to speak, you know, doing that. Um, I was homeschooled for a little bit, but then they figured out I wasn't really doing anything. So I didn't go to school for the whole time. Just did Taekwondo, made some friends, mm. lived life, um, found out I had a sister on the way from the plane ride over. My dad was like, oh, yeah, you have a sister. You take care of her now. And I was like, huh. oh. Uh, wow. So it was a lot of growing up at a very young age. Right. Um, but I think that's what really molded me into what I am today. How are your relationships with your biological parents, though? Um, I just don't really talk to my family. Not out of like spy right, or yeah. anything spy it's or just or like yeah that. it's yeah. just you're just doing your own thing yeah so it's yeah. like i prefer to be left alone right i like to be in my own space do my thing yeah for sure for sure are now are they over here in the u.s no my father lives in south korea my biological mother lives in marion and then my adoptive mother lives in ohio okay okay 
That sounds. That's, I mean, that's kind of that's dope. I mean, that's it's a crazy. different story. It's crazy Definitely how it's crazy, crazy how, how you people's got here. stories yeah, is yeah, like yeah. just so different. Like what yeah. goes on. Like I got a crazy story about how I grew up. He he right. do as well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's it's super dope. Um, but I think even going through those those type of things, it really prepares you for entrepreneurship like you don't know it when you're growing up and stuff like that but just some of the adversity that you have to go through and some of the stuff that becomes the norm for you so quick and so young yeah certain people never had to go through you know what i'm saying so like it, it yeah. prepares you well for being an entrepreneur and being in business and being able to handle stuff on your own um so that's so that's 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 a, yeah. everybody has their own little you know dna in this world you second know to add to so, that is just like you know like even growing up Usually the people who become really successful are the people who really do come from nothing or have just crazy background Absolutely. stories, whether it's moving around, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, just being in not the best environments. It, you you already are used to that. So going into entrepreneurship or business or this or going through the ups and downs of that, it's like my life is already like that. Right. So it's not like, yeah. okay, I ain't got no money. Like I know what that already feel like. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really like stressed. Like, okay, well, cool. What am I going to do? Hey, I'm going to just knock on this door. Like, Hey man, let me use your spot. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't change right it now. for anything. Like, on, you, like I yeah. think I, I learned a lot of stuff at such a young age. And what I got to do that most people don't is I got to travel at a young age. Right. So I've seen a lot of the world that most people never get to see. Right. So I think and because of that, my mindset is just a little different than what most people here are. I want to dig into the part kind of that you was that you was really talking about on the racial cultural standpoint because like like you said um, you know coming over here kind of being a tweener like over there you're not really looked at as this and over here you're not really looked at as that and I know that when you know you sent us a couple of information over about you but one of the things that you had said was just like not the normal route of like what people here think of like an Asian culture, like, Hey, you go to college, you, you get, you know, this degree or whatever you went to college, you dropped out, you know, and, and decided to go a different route. How did that, you know what I'm saying? Affect you or how did, how, how did you feel at that time? Not now, but looking back on it, how did you feel at that time? Did you feel kind of like, damn, am I, am I a failure to, to the culture or like, how, how did it look to you? Um, I never saw myself as a failure. I think if anything, I wanted to prove myself to my mother my biological mother, because mm. if you come from an Asian household, you have engineering law or medical. That's it. Mm -hmm. Your three options outside yeah. of that. You ain't shit. <laughs> so um, I chose accounting because I Googled literally who made the most money out of college. And I was like, I'm Asian. I can math. It's going to yeah. be easy. And then I got to accounting and I hated it. And I'm also terrible at math. So. I needed something more creative, but um, she was not supportive. My father was not supportive. They're still not supportive. Um, mm. All of my parents are not supportive, which is okay. But right. um, I think most of all, I just wanted to prove to her that like I could make it. Yeah. So I think she understands that now. For sure. So you just kind of had that chip on your shoulder, like I, right. I'm, I'm a, like I'm going to show you yeah that. it was more so like that's what fueled me is like wanting to mm -hmm. make sure that like they knew like i was okay because my dad was like you have to get a phd and i was like this is not the only way to make a right. living these days like yeah. he's from a much older generation so mm -hmm. he doesn't understand um not just going to school you yeah. know getting a yeah. job working there for 40 years with a pension and all that bullshit that's yeah. a lot of our culture i mean even our culture even black uh brown you know right. whatever you want to call it like that's a lot of our culture. You know, like you said, the Asian culture kind of got a different look on it, certain things. But like the black culture, I mean, that's what it's been too. go to college, try to go to college. Hey, man, it's time to go to college, get you a degree in something, not even caring about what you getting a degree in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you might go to college and waste your time. You don't know what you're doing when you get out of college. Like I think that's been the norm for a long time in the culture. And like I know for me. I got my college paid for. I played basketball in college and went there and got it. If I, I still feel like to this day, <laughs> if I paid for my college education for what I graduated with, I'd be shitty. Because like, it's like, what do you do when you get out of college <laughs> at, with this degree? Yeah. yeah. So, it's so broad. You that know law, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, you know, certain things make sense. Exactly. That's just the way of the land. You got to exactly. go in and be a doctor. You can't not know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. But, but a lot of it is real life experience. Like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I can teach you how to do Even if you go through and get your degree, whatever job you go and hire, they're still going to teach you their processes and things like exactly. that. And probably half of it is still going to be not the same as you going through school. It's exactly. new stuff that you need to learn and kind of being like, oh, damn, okay, this is real life versus 
learning it in a university. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Tell me this then, you know, before, you know, the big time lash and brow situation, what was you doing? Like when you left college, like what what, what did you first get into? Um, which what did you have going on? So I um, when I dropped out of college all the way, I was just waiting tables. Okay. So I would serve at there's a Hispanic restaurant in Muncie, Indiana. Um, but then what I tried to do was sell insurance. Mm. So I was selling life insurance to people who were like okay. my father's age. Right. I right. sold two policies. That was, was it, it. Was that weird? <laughs> oh, okay. You sold two policies. How two. long was you doing it though? Like just a couple, couple of months? Years. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey, that's some dedication right there. Damn. I was determined. But you know what? Working with this company and like doing what I did, it taught me a lot of the entrepreneur skills that I needed Right. because it was commission based. So if you didn't make a sale, you didn't get paid. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get paid for quite a long time. You eat what you kill. Type right. of yep. yeah. um, so was you waiting tables at the same time that you was doing that? Yes. Yeah, same, some, yeah, okay. same time. That was like my main source of income. I wanted to do. I don't know why I kept going to the financial industry, but I did. And then I decided to get my. Um. I was selling mutual funds as well. And I only sold mm. one because um, I was 19 at the time. And again, I'm like trying to talk to men who were like in their 50s about right. their money. Right. And I'm like making suggestions. And they're like, well, what about your money? And I'm like, we're not talking about my money. Ah. We're talking about your money. <laughs> right. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm put you in a started. good position. <laughs> right. Your money is going to supply me money. Most definitely. So, um, and it was interesting working in a industry where it was male dominated. So always mm. a male had to be present in the room. They wouldn't allow me to speak to someone alone. Right. Okay. Uh -huh. Is it just because of the dynamic of that? Yeah. That you're just being a young yeah. woman and yeah. yeah, that can get a little Yeah, weird. the wives are of, present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticky, that can that so. can that can definitely get real, real and so sticky. Some, and so basically sure. at some point you just said fuck, fuck it, that. I quit. Yeah, I'm so, about to go and do try this. Yeah, I knew I wanted to open a business, but I knew I needed to find something I was passionate enough about to put a hundred percent effort in. So as soon as I found it, I was like, "Fuck it, this is it. I'm you gotta stop. It. You gotta stop everything you're doing and just move and do exactly what you need to do." So Damn. that's what I did. So I found lashes, and I was like, "This is it." Take I us there. That type of take yeah. us there. Like, how do <laughs> do you remember when you like? Yeah. Like, fuck that. I'm about to go all in on this. And then from that day forth, was it a moment like that? Or just gradually, like, you had a friend that was doing no, it? it was and they, like, how did it happen? You know oh. what I'm saying? How'd you find lashes? How did it just stick like that? So I was fascinated that extensions stayed curled. And my eyelashes, they grow straight and down. So if I put mascara, it makes my eyes look smaller. So oh. I was just, I saw this thing and I was like, man, they stay on like that, curled. So I went and got it done. It was like for a birthday for myself. And I was like, I'm never going to be that bougie girl who has eyelashes on. That's not me. And then she handed me the mirror and I was like, bitch, sign me up. Hold up. Let me make some more appointments. So then after that, she was like, Liz, you are so artistic and creative. I think you should try it. And at first I was like, well, all you do is glue hair on a hair. That's like a little fucking redundant to me. Right. And she was like, no, Liz, this is so much more. And I was like, whatever, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. But I always wanted to go to college. I wanted to go for art, for painting specifically. That's what I like to do. I'm very detailed. Right. So when I tried it, I saw the art of it yeah. in different lengths. Like you can really bring someone facial features out when you do extensions. So when I did it, I was like, this is fucking it. Right. And then Damn. I just dropped everything and moves. Oh, shit. So yeah, a lot of people can't. Uh, my bad. Just to go back. So the person that you booked that did your lashes for your birthday convinced you to take it a little bit. Did you know her already? Or this is just you met her from her doing your lashes? Yeah, I just I got to talking and yeah, she was she like, hey, my yo, and you should try like, this shit. Yeah, a couple times. I like probably went in like three or four times. And she was like, Liz, like really try it. So I was like, okay, fine. So I went in, watched her. She let me do it for like five minutes. And I was just like fascinated right. and I'm the type of person that when I'm like really intrigued by something I become obsessed with it right. and I have to understand like everything about it what's so, her name um do you remember her oh, name damn uh -huh. questions Lori Shit. Shout out to Lori. Shout out, Lori. Lori. Shout yeah. out to Lori. You sparked Liz. that fire. Yeah. <laughs> sparked that fire. Now what I was gonna say is like a lot of people they can't really it's hard for them to leave like a comfortable paycheck. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, like, somebody like me, even, like, I was like, man, I'm getting a comfortable paycheck. I'm solid. Like, this dude had to lightweight beg me to leave my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and not even that. I, I felt like I was going to leave it, but I'm just like, it's just so comfortable. Like, I'm making this plus that money at the same time. I'm like, hey, um, when, to, when was it that you was like, after you got started, you was like, okay, this first paycheck or what was that check that it was just like, you know what? I can... I can repeat this and just keep getting this money and keep and keep moving forward and keep building this business up. Like, what was that first like paycheck or, or or moment in business where you was like, "Oh yeah, this gonna work." Well, I never saw myself working for someone. Mm-hmm. Like, waiting tables was just what it needed to be at the time. So mm-hmm. that was just to pay my bills, and that wasn't paying much of it. So I always knew like entrepreneurship was my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I left college, I knew that was what it was. I just had to find my niche. Right. So, um, I moved to Indianapolis with negative $38 in my bank account. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. Like, let's use the rest, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how I came, moved down here. There was no fridge, no stove. There was like nothing in the house. It was like a sketchy neighborhood at that time. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to do eyelashes in the living room and see how it goes. And then Damn. people just kept coming. So, like, I got another waitressing job downtown at P.F. Chang's, if I was your <laughs> server. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I used my job to get clients. And I was like, hey, my mm. name's Liz. I just moved here. I do eyelashes. Can I do your eyelashes for $20? Mm. And they were like, sure. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, if you like it, can you please tell your friends? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So they would tell their friends. A couple friends would come. And I was like, I need to get more mature, older, financially stable clients. I can't keep doing that's this gonna young keep girl. Coming yes. Back. Yeah. Right, that's fleeting. Yes. And then people would pull up to the house and be like, this is where you lashed. And I was like, yeah, come on in. It's fine. Right. <laughs> they were like, right. my hey, husband is a police officer. That's a huge, officer. huge thing. Y'all take that. Hold up. Take yeah, what yeah, she's I'm, saying. Basically, she's saying say, mm-hmm. what? Go ahead, she, go ahead. she had to find her target audience. She had to put that hustle in. But then she's like, here's my target audience. This is who I need that I know that's going to be repeat clients that I can satisfy that I'm going to be able to build this business with. You have to build that target audience. We have to do that in marketing, even in real estate. In any business that you got, you're going to have a target audience. That's just what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her, her target audience is probably not going to be people 80 years old. Some people's businesses, it is. I can't see no 80-year-old bitch with no goddamn lashes on. See, they come. <laughs> Shit, that'd be wild, yo. Why not? Out there, face beat. They want to be beautiful, too. (laughs) They do. It makes them look younger. For real, for But but a thing that I want to point out in that is that even before the target audience is like, she just said, looked around and said, fuck it. Uh That's what I'm about to work with. I'm about to use where I'm currently at. This is my current job. This is my current situation. And how could I make this more? yeah. Shit, and I'm gonna start talking to people where I'm at about what I'm doing. She start getting loud about what she's doing, and she start getting customers, whether they was her target audience or not. It was, you know, for her to start and say, "Okay, cool." I'm. She was probably working on her skills at the time, getting better, understanding it, understanding how to deal with people, all of that stuff. And she's like, "Okay, cool." Like, she keeps saying that she's gonna come. She coming late, or she don't come at all. Like, let me. Then it probably maybe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but then your mindset probably went to like, okay, let me try to get a target audience and try to maybe get more financially stable people. Or you probably start thinking about that after you start really getting your traction, but you just didn't yeah. wait and be like, okay, what's my target audience? Right. Uh, I'm going to wait until everything is picture perfect. Wait until I get my no, house yeah. all the way together. Wait until person, I move. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? I'm going to be the one who's going to jump and then figure out if I got a parachute on the way down. Right. And if I didn't, I'm going right. to figure out what do I need to grab to build a parachute. But that's right. just kind of like my personality type. Yeah. I'm like, just, I don't think I just go because I know the most important part is just fucking starting. And so many people wait mm. until everything mm. is perfect and they think and they mm. think and then opportunities mm. pass them by because they don't just start. It's, One step at a time, the smallest step. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to leap. Exactly. It's it's literally people still right now that probably started the LLC the same year you did, but they still ain't did no fucking business. Right. <laughs> As a lash tag. La- Lashes and corporation <laughs> LLC. And it's still, sitting, still sitting there, sitting no right business there. under it, no business name. I mean, no business account yet, nothing. They still thinking about, man, who's my I got a spot. I, I can't <laughs> do it out of here. My kids is... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Man, Just get your ass up and get started. Y'all heard what she said. She was trapping out the bando doing them. 
Facts. Come on now. I would be on a futon. The clients would be on a futon. I just sat on the floor, like on a pillow. And I had like a Lowe's reading lamp because it was the cheapest one I could find. But it would fall on the clients. Mm. So like every 30 minutes, I was like, my bad, Sharon. Hold on. (laughs) And it would just keep falling. I'm like, your lashes look fire, though. Right. (laughs) And it did until I got the money saved um, so I could get actual light, you know. And then I worked out of another house as well. It had two properties, like the front house and like a maybe a mother-in-law suite type of thing. And then I actually had the money to go get like an actual space. So that was basically, (laughs) that's hard. I I was going to ask that, like what what was next? Like I know you had to, you started making some money off of it where you was making a little bit more money, but I'm guessing, I mean, early on, you're not taking all that money home. You putting it back into the business. um, And then you start still doing that. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just saying like when it's all said and done, like people don't realize that they just see, Hey, she got this big ass, nice business and it's super dope. And everybody goes to her. But what about the sacrifice? that you had to make in order to get where you are today a lot um but again like i'm, I'm just such a work ethic you know type of personality like mm. i really believe like you want it or you don't and if you don't fucking want it there's nothing i can do to make you want it like you either gonna do whatever it takes to get what you want out of your goals and dreams or you're just gonna make excuses so i knew i was like this is gonna be it and when i moved to indianapolis i went to this the grocery store and i remember i only had like twenty dollars to 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 like buy enough for the whole month and the feeling i had when i walked into that grocery store i was like yo this is not what i'm meant to live so i walked in there and i was like this is the last fucking day you walk in that and you feel like that liz and that was the last day i ever did so i just kept saving money and then i kept using the money as i went i think a lot of entrepreneurs in general they spend so much money up front as the investment and they go into too much debt too soon Mm -hmm. so i just went as i like got it as i went and i was like you know what it's not perfect um and that's okay but it still works and location doesn't fucking matter Mm, so many things don't matter you know you don't have to have the nicest bed but what sets you apart is your personality hey man liz talking that (laughs) shit now She is. Especially got in the up. beauty industry. You don't got to be perfect. Come on, man. But yeah, people fall in love with you before the service. So like if you just have a killer personality, people want to come back and talk to you. So yeah. I was trash when I started and I was like, I just have to be a good conversationalist. So I would just ask people questions about themselves. It's a proven fact. People enjoy to talk about themselves. And once they did, they felt that connection. They just kept coming. They're like, you got to see Liz. You got to see Liz. Right. Every time I went somewhere, I was like, my name's Liz. It's Babe Cave. Liz Babe Cave, Liz Babe Cave. And people would be like, God, that Babe Cave bitch won't shut the fuck up. (laughs) You know what? When someone was like something about lashes, they were like, oh, my God, that Babe Cave girl, she's right over there. She would love to talk to you. So and that's just kind of what it became. Um, You got loud about it. Yeah. Super duper. So, Liz, tell me something. Right. Skip, skip forward to today for a second. Right. And you speaking to a younger, you know, um entrepreneur that's coming up that maybe kind of got the same idea that you got want to do it her her own way and she's she's kind of maybe getting traction but she might be stuck on how to use her time like tell me about just a, a typical day for you a what typical day for me a so typical day how do you use your time how do you manage it how do you view it that we makes all sense. have the same amount of time just depends on how you use it so uh, the first thing I like to do is make sure that I'm in the right headspace for the day so like I try to not to look at my phone for the first 10 minutes because looking at your phone looking at social media and invites negativity in so I try to avoid that mm. um, I like to move so I go to the gym first thing in the morning from like 6 30 to 7 30 I try to go every day but you don't be there not. at 6 30 7 30 because I'll be there at 6 30 no we go to different bosses remember oh, okay yeah you're right calm yeah. down uh, anyways he don't be there anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there at 7 a.m. Stop playing, man. I'm there. 6.30 sharp. I so, didn't go there today, though. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> hey, we all started out today. talking crazy. I'm like, we the really last be there four every days, day. and I'm hey, tired. I'm actually kind of injured. I've been painting. <laughs> I've been building stuff. Okay. Um, no. So, Jim... Uh, then I'll go home. I make breakfast. I let my dog and my cat out. Um, I get ready for the day, which doesn't take long. And then if I'm teaching, I just go straight to the salon and just make sure that everything is set up and ready to go. Um, if I teach, that's really the only thing I do throughout the day. If not, what I've been doing is I go to my downtown space since we're moving to a larger location and I'll just do whatever needs done. So like putting 
cabinets together, putting vanities together, installing shit, like Bob the Builder, all. I have no idea how to do it, but I will figure it out. So right. painting, I've been building all the decor, like hand making it because what I want is something unique and not something that can be bought. So I wanted to really add like my personal touches. Right. And it's also a way for me to bring like my artistic side. I'm glad you uh, out. I'm glad you brought up the the teaching part of it, right? Mm-hmm. When did things change for you? When did things separate from you? Were you, because I'm nowadays you're doing more of the teaching side of it than you are doing the actual last tech part side of it, right? Um, when did that change for you? And when did you start to go that route? And then also even with that, and you can, you know, give us what you want to give us, but like, nah, what, you gotta <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> what, what type of income can somebody <laughs> you know, expect to collect on something like that. Cause we, we talking to a lot of people right now. Like they don't know what you, what you're actually doing. Like it is very, it's a very popular thing nowadays, but it's like, okay, with teaching, it's like teaching what, and what does that look like? Like how many classes are you able to, you know, teach a month? And what does that look like, you know, income wise? And how did you even get there? Why did you say, okay, I'm going to start teaching people this. So I didn't, Actually, no, I wanted to teach Um, a large company approached me and asked me if I wanted to. And I didn't really think about it at that time. Um, But what I noticed is that no one here is teaching a lot of things like the Midwest is the last place to get a trend or like literally Mm -hmm. anything on earth, which is also an opportunity. So I decided to give it a shock because fuck it, you know, why not? So I went out, trained with them and I was like, you know what? I think I'm really going to like this because I've been lashing for enough time now. I was already like three, three and a half years in and once I did my first class, I loved it. Like seeing them get excited and like mm-hmm. seeing them going through what I had already gone through. Like that was it. And then it was another like, this is it moment. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going all in. So right. after being approached from the company, it took me about like a year, maybe a year and a half. And I became their top educator. Um, I think I do the most, the most classes. I, I would consider myself one of the top educators um, in the Midwest as well. Sheesh. Y'all heard it. Right now I do. Y'all heard it. <laughs> Y'all heard it. Right now I do about uh, four to five classes a month at least. So I do, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced. I do one-on-one. I do business coaching, social media workshops. Mm. Um, and I also do like a special course for people if they're not licensed, if they want to do extensions. And I teach that as well, which had to be approved through the Department of Health. So I'm on that list as well. Nice. Um, but uh, last year is the year I decided to quit. And that was actually really hard for me to quit lashing full time because I was hanging on to it for so long. But yeah. what I found out was like, you cannot grow your business if you're always working in yeah. your business. So you have to make time to do other stuff. So I was like, I have to let this go. But it was such a big income maker i was like what if i don't make it what right. if I don't fill the classes but um again i was like fuck it like what's the worst that can happen i have a small team at this time so just one day i was like okay i'm done like i'm taking seven clients that's it just for practice the right. rest of you guys have to go to all these other people and it was fine it worked out yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, man, yeah, up. numbers. You want specific numbers? Man, that's what I really. Liz, give us the bag, man. What's the bag? People want to know oh, what the bag give is. Us a range. Um, so just for made, the yeah. teaching portion, um, I mean, it's in the six figures. Um, you know, you can charge what you want, but my lowest class starts at twelve hundred. My highest class is four thousand. Uh, the last class I did had twelve students. So are you doing? So is this a a, a how long is math? is how long is how long <laughs> is the co- is how long is the course like is it? So the the twelve hundred dollar course is a two day class. Okay. The I have single day courses that are I guess that's the lowest that's seven fifty and then the four thousand dollar course is six days and that's the one that I really really push and that's the one that had twelve. Yeah, yeah. You I had see. twelve clients for 4, twelve 000. students oh. for four thousand. So are you so four you're looking three. so every week. So how so you got it kind of like okay the twelve hundred hold on hold on real quick so the twelve hundred you got the first two days right uh-huh. so is it a lot of people in that class and then if it's intermediate some people from the twelve hundred class they get knocked out and then they at the what's the intermediate cost twelve twelve hundred as well oh, okay okay so yeah so the ones that are like the twelve hundred like. It's a like some of them are really like the beginner course, I would say, is pretty full. The intermediate class is like semi full, like here and there. So I don't do those as often every single month. But I really push the four thousand dollar class because that's going to pretty much certify someone to do lashes without the license needed. So the reason I charge high is because 
I teach them several techniques. My students have success rates and yeah. I know the value of the course. And it really is, is that. Have you thought about actually just doing this online? Yes. Teaching people this yeah. online and you have a course that people can just continuously pay. Yes. Before? So the goal for this year is to create six online courses. Each mm-hmm. are going to be 300, but it's going to lead up to a coaching program. Yeah. That's going to be a big ticket item. Yeah, so sweet. it's it's in the works. So step one is I got to get the building done. Yeah. After the building is done, I'm going to get on the courses, hire more in the actual studio, fill out the rooms um, for booth rent. And then go all in on the online courses. That's She's hard. murdering the game, y'all. By the way, I did a little bit of math. That was 48 Gs in six <laughs> days. We just don't keep it at that, though. We don't keep it at that. But no, on a serious ticket, on a serious note, though, the reason why she's able to keep doing this is I, you know, and this is just me not even looking into her business, but if her students not having success stories and they not actually being able to go out and do well by, you know, what they learn from her, not a lot of people are going to keep coming back. So she's in a position where she's actually teaching people stuff and she's making money from it, but she's also getting, you know, putting people in position to make big time moves themselves, right? So I'm sure when it comes down to it, you got a lot of success stories that you're able to put out there and people can see and they're like, damn, this person actually grew from going to her class. Now it's like, all right, hey, yeah, I'm telling you, I just I just learned it from her. So shoot, you better get in the next class. Yeah, so, like, I used to want to be the best, like, at everything. I wanted to be the best lash <laughs> artist, but, like, now I don't want to be the best because I'm not. I want to produce the best lash artist, and that's the right. goal. So I was asked a question, like, would you do celebrity lash artist? I'm like, no, I don't really care about that. But right. my students, absolutely, because every girl who works mm-hmm. with me in the salon is 100% better than me at lashes. Right. 100% right. better than me, and that's how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. if yeah. you weren't a good 18. enough coach if someone isn't better than you. Right. You should be training them to be better, not the same. Not exactly. the equivalent. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and I never got into training for money. Like, I never got into anything for money. Like, of course, I wanted that, but passion follows. I mean, money follows passion. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really put my heart and soul into the classes, and I think the students can feel that. That's a hundred, man. So, Liz, let's let's segue over here into the in, into this whole travel thing, man. Because okay. I didn't see you been in everywhere. Seems like. Uh, uh, we was talking, when was it, a couple weeks ago, and you went to, where'd you go recently? Vegas and... I went to Vegas. I was in Cayman Islands, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Dominican, uh, Chicago. It doesn't count. Um, yeah, it do. <laughs> and when is this all in? Is this this year? Oh, this year? I mean, this year just started. This year right, is Vegas, right, 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 and then right. next uh, next week I go to Bahamas for a week. Sweet. So how'd you get into, what, I mean, obviously, I'm everybody loves to travel, right? But... You got people that love it more and really put their focus and emphasis on seeing the world. So are you just like, hey, look, let me go ahead and run this $4,000 class real quick. And then I'm going to go ahead and take this 50K and then go and take my girls and we go on a vacation real quick. How does that work for you? You know, just in between you working, do you just got a lot more free time now? How are you able to travel? I have a lot more free time now, but right now, like my sole thing is, is essentially the training. Um, I have a team, but you know, they can run on their own. I don't have to like be in the building for the business to run unless it's the education portion. So I do a lot of classes in a short amount of time and then I take a vacation and I do classes in a short amount of time and then do a vacation. Well, that's, I mean, when you live so basically, the- yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, she's been able to build. Listen, but I mean, it took me a long time to be able to travel the way I exactly do. But like me traveling every yep. month, that was always a goal, and I yeah. refuse to not live that way right. now. So it was a lot of me not being able to do that, you know. And a lot yeah, of the money, sacrifice. a lot of my money now is going back into the business. So like my travel is going to have to like maybe Take not be every hit. month sacrifice. <laughs> You got hey, you got to sacrifice to grow. Exactly. So I'm willing to make the investment for that. That's what's up. Yeah, and that, and just to like and even to add to that, like she's a busy lady, so like she gets stuff. You know, what I'm saying like going on all the time, but she's she's still trying to you know make sure that she's living for self too. You can't just be a hundred percent about business. Um, and that was one question that I had that I wanted to segue into because like a lot of people don't understand is this for men and women, but for women in general, like being a businesswoman, being so busy, being, you know, in your business, wanting to travel and, and see the world. What is the dating life like for you? Trash. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, we gonna trash. Yeah, we're going to hop into that. <laughs> yeah, nah, Cause like, cause like, we're going to hop into trash. that. Trash. She's super busy. She, how, how do you make time for that? Or do, are you even able to? Or is like, what what is it? what does it look like for a busy entrepreneur woman? Uh, dating? 
Yeah, like what do you want? Um, you know what? You know what I, I mean? really don't know because I used to want I used to want someone who could be more of like the stay at home type and oh. I run everything else. And I had that. And then the person that was do that was doing that portion, I think what happened is that his friends started making fun of him mm. and like really like hitting in on his ego. So like what happened yeah. is that his ego just like came out of nowhere and then it was always him trying to like over outdo me and it was like if I did something mm. he'd have to do it. And I'm like, bro, like who's Chill, making dinner? Yeah. God damn. Like <laughs> you <laughs> right, know, and right, it was right. just like I don't know how many times I had to tell that person, like, it's okay. Like, I will take care of everything financially if you just take care of me. Mm. I will handle everything else on this earth. You just have to do one job. And that's just, I think that's more of, like, a pride thing with some dudes, too. And like, It is. Because, like, this is my thing. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all want a lady that's, you know, that's out here on the grind, or if, or if y'all want a man that's out here on the grind and they you know, doing their thing and shoot, if both of y'all doing your thing, there's going to be a sacrifice on both ends or on one end. You know what I'm saying? Like if one person is bringing in a load of the cash, like you got to, you know, make that up on the other side of it. Like that's just what it is. Like don't let your ego get in the middle of winning a championship. championship. Seriously, that's exactly what it is. It's hard for men to, because I think men want to feel needed. And when they meet me, I don't need anything from you. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to provide? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Question marks. So 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 let, let me ask. So let's say um so you would prefer not to date an entrepreneur just because you feel like it's it, it's let's say no, the, op- the, uh, the opposite version of you, right? Super busy, right. he travel a lot once a month, he got his thing going on, he teaching, he doing whatever he doing, right? Whatever that whatever that is. That looks like he's super busy, he got his shit going on, he don't really need nothing from you, whatever. Do you prefer to to date somebody like that or not? Because you feel like it may clash too much with schedules, personalities. I think I tried that too. And it was like, you know, it was like two (laughs) masculine people, you know, and I I, like people send me stuff all the time and they're like, you are so masculine, Liz. Like you have to be more feminine. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you can over masculine me and I'll become feminine. But until that fucking day, (laughs) that will not fucking happen. So like, show me what you're actually going to fucking do for me. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I have not figured the dating part out yet. So, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had to touch base we on had, that. We though, had to touch it because people, we had to touch base it's a on big that. topic, though. I mean, and, yeah. and not yeah. only that, it is that. It's, you know, a lot of the question is, you know, hey, like, the world has changed today, right? A lot more women is out here smashing it and able to do it because it's, you know what I'm saying, the, the situation of today. 20, 20, even 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? It was hard for women to get out here and get their just due. You know what I'm saying? For what they're yeah. doing. So it's becoming easier. You know what I'm saying? Like this, we got a lot of people, even like ourselves. That was one reason in us bringing you on here. You know what I'm saying? Because we asked our videographer, Josh, um, you know, any lady bosses out here that's really killing it. He like, yeah, check out Liz. Check out the babe cave. So we checked you out and we like, oh, okay. She got it going on and she's killing it. Like that's yeah, she's doing her thing. But, we, see but, that. but, but as, as we move forward, like the, the normal chivalry type of ordeal is it's changing. It's changing big time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with that being said, even, you know, and I'm, and I'm hopping off that topic real quick. Where do you see, um, cause this, it, this lash and brow tech and all of this stuff, aesthetics in general, my wife, she do, you know, uh, microdermal facials and she she do uh she do uh she a nurse practitioner so she do like botox and and all of that stuff but like where do you see this stuff going like you know what i'm saying cuz like long term yeah like where do you see it going long term um so this will be like my first location um but you know what i really think business is is it's creating a system and once you create the system you can multiply that system so i'm trying to figure out the system and this is the first one so it's going to take me the longest which is why it's been six years in the making, but I'm really close to figuring out my system. Once I have this, I'm going to do nine more. So the goal is Mm. 10, 10 buildings, 10 salons, Mm. 10 locations, 10 years. So once I'm done here, I'll be moving to Dallas, Texas. Mm. And then that was one of my questions too. (laughs) What do you think about leaving Indiana? Uh, Getting the fuck out of here. But Uh. um, (laughs) I think Indiana is great. You know, like everything is cheap here, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, it's good for families, but I don't have one of those. So it's like, I want to make something out of myself and I'm not just meant for this like white picket fence, like dream that yeah, Americans yeah. have. So, sure. um, 
Texas is big enough to have two locations per major city. So that's at least six. Miami is on the list. Chicago, L.A., thought about Arizona, but then also New York for sure. And then so after you got like that, a chain of them. Yeah, I'd like to franchise it out. Um, yeah, I'd also like to be go a business it. investor as well and help other women entrepreneurs. Come on, Liz. And Talk then after that, that I'm going to get into uh, real estate. Ah. And then I'm fucking done for a while. Hold on, wait, Liz. You, you said you're going to do what? Real estate. <laughs> Once you're ready, you already know where to join. Real Mogul's estate in the investments. Making, baby. Mogul's in the making well, Liz, now. Swing that, swing that so, our way, man. So, yeah, after that. And then I'll chill till I figure out, like, the next project. But I'll probably just be, like, traveling for... For fun. So for right now, like how many places, countries, places have you been? Do you know? Oh, I'd have to really think about it. Mm. Yeah. Like how many countries, just roughly, you feel like you've been to? Oh, 10, 15, 17. I'd really have to Something look up at there. it. Yeah. Like I, I really up. love Southeast Asia. It's my favorite place to be, maybe because that's where I'm from. But it's beautiful. Like there's, it never gets old. Um even though Vietnam was where I'm from, I've still never seen all of it. So every time I go back, I'm like, damn, I, I never make it to where I'm supposed to end at because I stop at another city and I stay mm, there. Because uh, you love it so much. Yeah. So I've yet to even make it to like the south side of Vietnam. I'm from the north side. So I'm oh, only halfway okay. through the country. So is that the best place you've ever been? I would say it's definitely like yeah. one of my top. Favorites. I heard Vietnam. Who was it? Oh, that was one of our investors. He just went to Vietnam. He oh was yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. Lit. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did. Vietnam is cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like the new Thailand. Like it's cheap. Wow, like, yeah, it's the new Thailand. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. And or Thailand hard too. Thailand is pretty cool too. Thailand, I would say, is like way more touristy though. Mm. Like way more touristy. For sure. Good morning, Vietnam. Nah. Get out there. You gotta go. I'm about to get out there. Most <laughs> definitely. Definitely gotta get out there. So Liz, what's what's so that's that's kind of what's next. You told us real estate. Any other, I don't know, projects that you're working on, investments that you wanna do, dreams that you have, goals that you wanna accomplish, just in general, outside of what you already told us. Um, or or you kinda wanna do that and and that's the plan, you know. Um, kind of that's the plan. I mean, like off of business stuff, like um, I do want to have a coaching program. I want to become a speaker. I want to like travel around and talk to women entrepreneurs and kind of give them like that little confidence boost that they need. Because yeah. especially people who come from like no support, I think a lot of people get down on themselves and they think like, oh, I can't do this because I don't have a support system. No, you can still fucking do it. So mm, right. I would like to show show that to people. Um but yeah, I'm just, I'm very career focused, very yeah. career minded, business minded. If other things happen, that's great. But if not, that's also great. So yeah, just keeping business going as many as I can, find new interests, travel a lot. So what's a, lot. what's a, I know this random before we kind of hop into our next thing that we'll figure out till we got to figure out. I was out just about to say that we got to figure it out. Liz, what's a, what's a, what's a, what's a self care day look like for you? What a, is that? Self care day? If you had a self-care day yeah, for yourself, you can do anything. What are you doing? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I really don't have many of those. Um, there, I mean, there's some days like I'll go get a facial, get my hair done or get my nails done. Like I still keep up with like beauty services, obviously. Um, but like the best form of self-care for me is just to take a vacation. Mm. So I just like once I leave, I'm like, all right, I'm gone. Goodbye. Traveling is the happiest for yeah, you. Yeah, I love to travel. So like buying a plane ticket, like there's nothing better right. than doing that. So what I you, what you what this is random too. I'm just asking a random question before you we had them this. points now. What's what? <laughs> yeah, you gotta get them points. Oh, I got um, points. <laughs> okay, that's, that's what, what we I'm do. Hey, mix travel. Yeah, I got right, the right, points. Right, all right, all right, exactly. Just make, just make sure, sure you're right. Sure. Make sure you in the game. You know what I'm saying, paying for um, flights, you don't need to. No. What you bumping in the whip right now? What you listening to? You listen to hip hop? What you listening to right now? Um, I listen to all sorts of shit, but mostly hip hop. Okay. Some of your favorite artists, just in general, that's in your rotation right now. Um, I mean, definitely Megan the Stallion. She's okay. up there. Um, I love Young Dolph. Dolph, mm. rest yeah. in peace, man. Yeah, was like one of the only hey. concerts mm. I've ever been mm. to. Um, yeah, those are in the top. And then I, I have like a couple different playlists that I listen to to like find music for the salon. That's like a little slower, but right, more chill, relaxing. Day. Yeah, most definitely. That's what's up. Well, speaking of that, man, we're gonna jump into what we call on this podcast. Overtime, 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 baby. Overtime, overtime, overtime. Now, there's some current events out there. I got one just because it was last night. 
And it's just kind of crazy, bro, that this is a situation. But y'all can throw out any current events that y'all want to throw out on this one, right? But yeah. I just want to kind of talk about the Grammys last night, bro. I don't yeah, know if you did y'all watch it last I night. Didn't, I didn't I didn't watch the Grammys. I, I didn't watch, watch the Grammys. For one, Beyonce got um the most Grammys in history now. I did see oh, that. I don't know. I don't know what's here. I mean that makes I mean history, that's B. Bro. That's B. Yeah, but I mean just it's being B. black, being a woman. Yeah. I mean that's crazy. It's just being it's like and that just shit is crazy though. Let's not skip over that behind the Grammys. Yeah, it's wild, bro. Yeah, that shit dope. But yesterday was also it was the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop. Oh, right. I didn't know that. So I thought I just thought the Grammys was real. Like they, you could tell that they purposely made it, you know, more cultured, right? Because you know that would had been a problem in the flavor flave on the stage. You right. had LL Cool J, Lil Baby came out. Like they literally took it from like all the artists way. from 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 the beginning all the way up till now. You know what I'm saying? You had Jada Kiss on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like these ain't yeah. the normally people that's gonna be performing on the at the Grammys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so you got you got to see a lot of that, man. It was a lot of they actually announced a new uh, uh, award, the Dr. Dre uh, Global Impact Award oh, or something okay. like that. And so like he won the first one, but like that that award is now called the Dr. Dre. That's hard. Like Global Impact Award or something like that, bro. So I just was like, damn, you can see that they damn near was like, nah, maybe they was right. You know what I'm saying about the whole culture thing and like how it's kind yeah. of been. You see people get shafted all the time. They probably should have won in and they did nice. in. And, um, but it, it was pretty dope. I, I don't know it who won super, that uh, super late. album of the year, though. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand that one. And you know, I just moved back from L.A., right? I'm just saying. They gave it to Kendrick Lamar. I didn't agree. No, nah, the album of the year, they gave to another dude, didn't they? No, nah, I'm talking rap album. I'm sorry. Oh, rap okay, rap okay, album, okay, they okay. gave it to Kendrick Lamar. Oh, they gave it to K-Dot? Yeah, see, I didn't see it. Um, and, and who you th- who you think is going to? I should have went to K uh, DJ Khaled, bro. Nah, K God K K dot shit was harder than that, yo. Then the guy did name yeah. three songs off that K dot. Bro, his whole album from top to name back? three songs let off me, that K dot. See, listen to me. I can't name three songs off of God did. You just name one right there. That's that's one. Right. Okay. So this is what I'm saying though. Top I the, can. I'm this, just saying this, you, let me I'm, let me say so the album they, that I don't got opinion on this or not. But look, <laughs> I'm just gonna hop in though. DJ Khaled DJ Khaled albums are a mesh up of a a all star squad of a, a mix of a mixtape. It's not a real album. You get what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I'm DJ Khaled, I'm gonna go and get Beyonce if I can, I'm gonna go and get Jay Z if I can, I'm gonna go and get Lil Baby if I can, I'm gonna go and get all the greatest people. It's not a real body of work, bro. Kendrick, How? did you see what Kendrick did, bro? You probably ain't even seen his videos. You ain't seen none of that. I have seen, bro. All you of ain't that, seen bro. grief. You ain't seen, man. Come on, bro. I have. Seen How all did of that. who had a better album than Kendrick, bro? For real, I just like, told just, you. DJ Khaled is is saying Future's we the album. best on the whole. You got Future. Future's album is Future's better than Kendrick Lamar's. Again, bro. Just name if you can name three hey man, songs, have to bro. Go to, I'm we're gonna, we gonna have to go to a different one, man. This this ain't gonna be it because we're gonna be up here, <laughs> bro. This my thing. Goddamn another this might hour saying, talking about. Hold up, hold up. This don't even up. make sense. You talking about future? Let, hear me future? out. Hear me out. Oh, yeah. If you I said that the future. Lakers was the best team in the league and I didn't know three of their players, then how the hell do I know that the Lakers are the best are the best team in the league? See, you just said future's just album is better. Than, no, I'm not though. I'm not though. I'm not. Real rap. He can't name three songs. I'm not. I'm not. That's all I'm saying. Name three songs. His whole album is hard. Look, that's what I'm saying. The other dude was uh, what's the white dude name? Uh, from from Louisville. Uh, oh, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. He was all right, but I, um, I forget who else. Kendra should have got it. That's what deserved. He shouldn't have got it. But I mean, that's cool, bro. It's cool. But you can't sit up here and say that. I'm going to leave it at this. You I mean, if I really think about it, I can give you three. If I really think about it, I probably can give you three off of uh, DJ Callis and three off of uh, Kendrick's. Do I got them bumping in my rotation every day? No. But did I listen to that more body of work? Come on, man. I, I don't, you I don't know. You listen to Kendrick more than you listen to God did? Yeah. Uh, you different. Absolutely. Absolutely, you bro. Different. Kendrick, I mean, uh, uh, DJ Khaled had a couple different hits on there that I listened to, but the whole album as a whole, no. I listened to the baby in uh, Dirt that they had, the future in, uh, future in, oh, baby. 
the one that they had on uh and then God did whole verse on there. Them was Dirk like the three. Future, I mean, Dirk and Baby didn't have what, a song what, together on there, man. But we you know what I'm going, talking man. about though. We Those three songs, bro. The rest of the songs on the album, you damn near don't even remember like that, no, though. T. I don't know not one song off of the K dot, and I listened to it. <laughs> I can't remember one song off of there, and I'm not saying you didn't listen he just, to it, he just he just he just on the super conscious shit, and I'm yeah with yeah it. yeah he you is know what I'm saying? he I'm is though, he it. is for sure. But again, I sure. can't just ride. I'm just comparing those two yeah, though. Yeah, that's more like a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> not DJ. an album of the year. If that's he, that's if, my. This is what I'm saying. Though, see, my, if you're gonna give it to DJ Khaled, give it to Baby. Baby's album is harder than Baby wasn't nominated. I didn't. I'm talking about saying that though. Okay, okay, for sure. I'm just saying. Yeah, because if yeah. I had to give it to somebody, you know I'm giving it to. You giving it to Baby or Jeezy or who else? Nah, Dirt didn't come out this year. Yeah, just see, you you just want to give it to him so bad. I mean, he on the wave right now. That's my dog. But anyway, Liz, what you want to talk about? You got any? <laughs> what's what's happening in your life? What you didn't see that you feel like is kind of crazy out there? Uh, current events. Um, Something that's in your world that you want to talk about. What was your friends? What what was what is what was you and your friends? If y'all went out, you go out drinking last. Oh, you don't drink. I'm tripping. No, I do. You allergic? Uh, I just said I'm allergic. Uh, okay. That doesn't stop me. Right. Um, if y'all was going to have a drink this Friday, what topic is definitely coming up that's out there right now? Um. So. Like, I like to remain, like, blissfully ignorant, so I don't really, I don't watch the news, I don't, like, stay, I'm just yeah. worried about my fucking self, and that's kind of it, so, like, mm. I get my news from, like, what my friends tell me, Okay. because at the end of the day, like, what happens around in the world, like, yes, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but, like, I'm focused on what, like, I need to do yeah. this week and no, next week and that. next month, I'm not gonna Facts. be, like, too caught up in, like, News is so negative. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, everyone's talking about who's dying, but no one says, like, who helped this person do this. Right. Like, no one wants nice. to talk about that. So, mm-hmm. And that's really going to be the topic on the next one. I'm glad she just said that. Um, because, yeah, she's right, though. Like, I barely, very rarely watch TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, I just see stuff off of other people posting, and I'm like, damn. Like, I didn't even know that that's it was cool a fucking yeah. bubble over the top of the U.S. from China. Did y'all see that? Huh? Y'all didn't see oh, that? I did see that. What? You saw it? I did see that. It was, bro, it was a big-ass balloon flying over the U.S., like a balloon floating over the U.S. that China, that China like, saying they mistake it, mistakenly, like, got gravity, pushed it over into the U.S. airspace. Bro, it went over damn near heli of our states. It was just, and they, and we were scared to shoot it down because we like shit. We what shoot it down it? the debris. Can uh, be dropping on it can cause you know a lot of deaths and all of that, but then you don't know what's in it. What's in it? You shoot it and it's a nuke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what do you what do you do? So they they've been trying to get it I out, but that. I think they ended up they decided to shoot it down over the uh, over the ocean. But I'm like, I don't know if they end up doing it or not. But I'm like, shit. Are you saying just a big ass gigantic balloon, balloon, bro? It was a circle on some weird it's, shit. It first popped up in Montana. Bro. You seen this shit? Yeah. <laughs> Like who gives a fuck what's in there? What it's doing? Like yeah, you know, like I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm like shit. What is it doing though? <laughs> like, are they? <laughs> I'm like, that's. What, I'm like, what the fuck is it doing? Like, what's the they, point? guess what they said? What they said? It was for weather research. Like they were doing it for weather research, but it ended up getting pushed out to over here. Weather research, my black ass. Right. They was doing it for research. All right. Right. But now we can't get inside of it. We can't figure out what the hell they was surveilling. Bro, they didn't came over here and surveilled our whole shit for a good couple See, days. Yeah, we know what y'all got we don't know on. what the hell was in there. Right, right. They didn't took heli data, whatever. That's how people was looking at it. Like yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, but again, I didn't know about that. My mom hit me up, like sent it to me on Instagram. And I'm like, this. My mom right. was sending me some funny shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but I'm what like, the hell is this? What is this fake? This got to be fake. You know what I'm saying? I click on it. I'm like. Nah, this is actually this is owning news right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a real balloon. Yeah, it sounds like it, went, some it was like it's over Missouri right now. And it's I'm like, what? Yeah, that's why. That's I'm crazy. Mad. But yeah. hey, Liz, we appreciate you so coming much. to rock with us. You know what I mean? How can people find you if if it's, you know, some young boss babes as y'all call them, I guess, that's trying to kind of do what you want to do, kind of follow the same footsteps? How can they, you know, book a class with you? How can they find you? And what's the best way for them to get in contact with you and stuff? 
Um, Instagram is probably the easiest way. You can follow our pages at the Babe Cave LLC. Um, and then my personal one for education is Indie Lash Daddy. Or you can just send us an email at thebabecave317 at gmail.com. Hey. So if y'all don't don't make no more excuses. <laughs> if you're trying to get in the lash game, don't make no more fucking excuses. You have the info. Save up whatever you got to save up to make it happen. But if you want to get in that last game, man, she just gave it to you. So I don't want to hear it. Right. No support. None of that. Bouncing around from continent to continent. Fuck state to state. You hear me? <laughs> you got our support now. But, yeah, we, we, we definitely appreciate you coming on. We're proud you of you. Thank you for having me. Um, I proud appreciate of you. it. Um, just, we, we need to see your spot too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Together. And I'm I'm gonna be having a grand opening once we get the floor situated. Um, so once I do have the opening date, you guys should all definitely stop by. Absolutely. Cool. Give, give us we the invite, man. We'll definitely yeah. pull up, show some love on that. So y'all, y'all know how to find us. Um, make sure y'all subscribe, like, send it to somebody that y'all, you know, can find in. Y'all think if y'all got game out of this, if y'all really enjoyed it, let us know. Um, comment who else you want us to have on the podcast. Obviously, you know, me and T, we got our mobiles in the making. Um, we got a community, so we actually do property walkthroughs. We give a lot of different game out there from doing your first flip or your first wholesale deal. We got people that's, you know, multiple people that's doing wholesale deals, closing. Mm-hmm. When we get properties under contract, we put them in there for our team to see them first. Um, and it's just a network, a growing community that we're working on uh, together. So make sure that you check that out. It's an app. We got our own app, so check it out. It's a lot of people kind of getting a lot of results in there from that. So you got anything? Thing to add to link to that. is in my bio on Instagram. We do a live Q and A every single Friday. Last Friday we had a insurance agent come in and just talk about the importance of having ironic property insurance. <laughs> exactly. Um, you must enjoy it more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> we had him come in and really give game on that though. Like it's it's not only about how many deals we can teach people to do. It's about um, people learning from our mistakes and what we've been through. And so we again are now trying to work with eight players but we trying to make sure that people that's getting into this business don't go through those same things that we did uh, make those same mistakes that we that we did so definitely check it out Moga's in the making Um, the link is in my bio on Instagram definitely check it out and uh, just like that we out we out